I'm Samantha Rise, and welcome to Vagina Talks, where we speak about, to, and from vaginas. This is a show of alchemy, where we turn poison into medicine, disconnection into wisdom, and isolated wounds into communal peacemaking. Here's your host, Sophia Wise One. You already know everything they can teach you. You already know everything they could say. We are here to remind you what you already, already, already know. I just want to take a minute to acknowledge that Vagina Talks understands that gender is fluid and dynamic and goes way beyond the binary of either woman or man, she or him, and that in fact it's a living and evolving thing that's actually personal, person to person, and that our bodies, even our understanding or the ways that we experience them can vary. It's important for me that that's something that has space here on Vagina Talks, and at the same time, I also am carrying this understanding that womanhood and the experience of the feminine and all of the female in the splitting of that binary has been injured, has been hurt, has been dismantled. And so I'm looking to have a space where the feminine and the female and the female body is reclaimed and respected and lifted and inspected and known, as well as a space that goes beyond the binary and that acknowledges that these are limited constructs mostly put upon us and that we're in the process of evolving into something more whole and more true. Just wanted to say that some of my guests will use incredibly binary language for whatever reason from the places that they come from. And I just wanted to let you know that Vagina Talks has a much wider understanding and it's a living one. So feel free to chime in as we go along. Without further ado, today's episode. Welcome back to Vagina Talks with Sophia Wiseman. I'm your host, Sophia. I just want to take a moment before we get into today's show and invite you to become a member of the Patreon. If you appreciate what we're doing on this show and are available to support the show and join a community of other people who are here to love and heal and grow and nourish and be part of the things that we value check it out. The link is in the show notes or just hit that donate button. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Oh, there just, I've just been so deeply tapped into such extremes recently. I think so many of us in our sensitivity are just being pushed to our edges and past our edges and into new landscapes and So I just invite you right now to invite holy comfort to find you. Holy comfort to me is about the kind of comfort or support that allows us to grow and to heal. Not the kind of comfort, like the like comfort zone where you just stay the same, not stagnation, but true, true love, really true love and comfort. So I invite you to just kind of invite that in, give yourself permission to have that experience of, of comfort and well-being and, and settle in because I have a, a dear, like dear, kind present. Ooh, Ooh. hi, (laughs) technology, um, Erma Casey is here, and she's a self-purpose coach. She uses her intuition and creativity to help creative professionals use their intuition to follow their purpose. She teaches the importance of reconnecting to yourself, that they are all messages, everything that we have, your feelings, physical pains, are messages that guide you towards making the right decision in your life and follow your purpose. In her holistic approach to coaching, she uses color therapy, chakras, crystal therapy, and other intuitive practices to guide her clients and help them heal their inner child. She is also the speaker and host of the podcast, Intuitive Queens Podcast. So welcome. Hello. Hi, Sophia. Thank you for having me here. My pleasure. I'm really glad you're here. I just want to say like, I'm just so right now at this exact moment, I'm like, I just, I'm like, I'm just deep. I'm just like deep in my stuff. I'm just like right, right up to the edge of it. Just feel really tender in my body. I feel like I'm shedding more layers of 
these notions of who I am or what I'm supposed to be doing or how it's supposed to look or like why I'm here if I want to be here. Like just this like, it just feels so, it just is coming in rounds and it just feels like a, such a potent place to be. So I just want to say like, that's where it's like, that's where I'm, that's where I'm sitting with you today in this like tender I'm with place. you there. Yeah. I'm absolutely with you because I've been feeling the exact same, same way. I... In the last few days, I, I've been feeling a little bit um, disconnected. I think mm. that's the right word, word to say. And uh, I don't like feeling disconnected. <laughs> I don't like it because then I, my creativity flow stops and uh, I start to get frustrated at myself. But I think it's a personal situation because I've, going, I've been going through a lot of uh, changes as you do when you have a business, you go through changes that you want or not. Uh, <laughs> the, situation, the situation around us has made us change big time because we are forced to stay indoors. And, and I do feel there is a certain um, cosmic change that is also involving us because I had this conversation with my coach and with a couple of other uh, people that like coaches that do my job and uh, and we kind of all feel the same way, like, as you said at the beginning, shedding old skin and kind of like transforming. I do feel there's a big healing taking place, at least for me. Uh, so I'm, I'm completely with you on here. I've been feeling a headache from yesterday. Mm. I'm fine today. But I do think there is a lot going on right now. And uh, we're kind of seeping through all of the emotions and uh, the big changes that we are experiencing personally and exteriorly as well. Yeah, absolutely. I was noticing myself this morning. It just, I'm so grateful for all the skills, right? Like just the like, I just, I, uh, I just also say I have two episodes from, um, I don't know, they're somewhere in the 50s, I think, on this show. There's an episode on grief and an episode on shame. And if you haven't checked those episodes, I invite you to go check those out. They're, those, those are full of some like things to do when these kind of overwhelming shutdown feelings come up. And I found myself this morning kind of laying around and just watching myself refuse to use my tools. Just like you're holding your breath. You're not moving your body. Your journal is open, but you haven't written a thing. You're like, you're just like, just, I just watched myself just be like, I just, I feel terrible and I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to feel terrible, you know, but like, and like holding on to that feeling terrible. And, and then finally, when I did just kind of like took, I just like, just, just kind of watched that, you know, had a compassion moment of just being like, okay, I see that, like, I see that you're not doing any of the things that could make you feel better, Sophia. Like, I see that you're just... You're just letting that's and that that was actually one of the things that really helped me recently was just being like, you're probably just going to wake up feeling bad every day for a while. And like Mm. and what what will happen? I just was like, you know, what will happen if I give myself permission to wake up feeling bad (laughs) instead of waking up expecting to feel different, you know, and then being disappointed with myself. And so I kind of reminded myself of just being like, remember, you're you're not supposed to feel like different than however you feel right now, you know. And so that started to deepen my breath. And then I started to write. And what happened when I started to write was I really saw how angry I was. You know, I was just so like my the like my my text just got like bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, just being like, I am not here for this. I do not want to be here. And and that was where I actually began to feel the reconnection to myself in that honesty of just being like, mm. I started to have that sense of like, great, you don't want that. That's life. That's passion. Because I was lying there just being like, where is my will to live? Like, wh- I used to be so committed to like, working through the thing. And I'm like, I just do I really want to work through the thing right now? Like, do I even want to work through the thing? And just I could feel that when I started to get connected to the I don't want to, it helped me also connect to like, I do want. I was like, okay, you don't want this, which means somewhere in there, you want something else. (laughs) So that was kind of my, that was my entrance point today to kind of like beginning to reconnect with myself was actually through my big harumph, like through my big, Mm -hmm. like, no, like I'm not into it. I don't like it. I don't want it. 
I want everything to be different, you know, and letting myself just be like, I want this to be different. I want that to be different. I want that to be different. And being like, oh, there it is. There's some like, there's some desire. There's some connection. There's some will. Yeah. So what about, what about you? Well, uh, it's a it's a funny situation because I tend I'm I'm a very positive person, so I tend to always see the positive in pretty much everything, and I don't really make an effort for it. Um, but I think that what has happened is that I went on to a peak, and then I didn't realize what was going on. I I went to Australia a few weeks ago to because I was nominated for an award, and it was right in the middle of all the craziness here in Europe. Because I'm Italian, but I live in London, and uh, so I managed to fly there, and I managed to come back. But as soon as I came back, yeah. uh, well, I went into self-isolation a few days after they locked us down. So I've been staying home, alone, happy, in my flow, in my creativity flow. And so when I hit this block of not feeling like I wanted to write, not feeling, not knowing what to write. Uh, what am I going to do? Uh, I should be writing about what I want and I should be doing this and I should be doing that. And that's when I started to be like, as you said, no, I'm like, okay, maybe I can do this. And I have a tendency of overworking mm-hmm. as opposite to <laughs> underworking. And so I'm always like, oh, but maybe I can do this. Oh, let me, I just got this amazing idea I need to. And so what I didn't realize was that staying home, as much as I am happy and I have a garden so I can stay out here. Mm -hmm. Uh, But how not seeing my friends, not doing the usual things has hit me in a way that wasn't really easy for me to see I only realized that when I went into this massive uh, I don't know what to do I feel lost I don't know and then I hate being in that state because I uh, you know this is what I do I'm a a coach I am the one that you know (laughs) I I think that for us we do this kind of work uh, we always uh, want to be at the top because this is what we teach our clients. And so I was like, what am I doing? Oh, my God, I should be doing And so I went into this frustration mode for a couple of days. And then likely my, with the help of a couple of friends, actually, I was interviewing one of my guests for the podcast. And we were talking about manifestation. And uh, we were talking about something. I remember when I moved to London over 10 years ago. I had no friends and I had no people that were into self-development at all. I had just started to because my friend told me to read The Secret. And I remember, so I was telling the story of how to, in order to be surrounded by positive thinking, uh, which was a new thing for me, but at the same time, I didn't have, even at work, I didn't have that kind of people. Um, I was going home and I was watching videos constantly and reading books constantly so that I could get out of my personal mess and stay in that positive flow because I realized it made me feel better. So I finished to record with her and then I went, oh, okay, so maybe I should be doing this right now. And uh, I, I was like, okay, let's go and, and, and see if I find a good video from Abram Hicks because she she's got it and there was a video from March where she actually talked about the the current situation and how to deal with that I'm like oh my gosh she's talking to me and I did what I used to do at that time when I had just started into self-development I started writing down the sentences that would make sense for me I was like Mm -hmm. I kind of need to do something like I used to and I know I know all of those things like I could repeat what she says Right. But I feel, for whatever reason, I feel stuck right now. So, and that simple thing of listening, like with a purpose and intention and writing it down again, just made me feel better at the end of it. I'm like, okay. okay. And then slowly, slowly, it took me a couple of days to really get into an, a positive mood. And I've been very much introspective. Uh, but I'm like, okay, now I can switch that. I, I, okay, fine. I'm not yet at the top where I normally right. am, but yeah. I'm to, I'm going towards it. And it's finding that moment that resonates with you 
and realizing but you know I think messages are with us all the time and for me was my podcast podcast guest and maybe you're scrolling something on social media it's a song you know but I think we need to be aware so it's like universe come on help me out here help me out here (laughs) totally that was one of my biggest big old my one of my favorite words one of my favorite prayers is help just help just help, help, help. <laughs> you know, I really appreciate what we're talking about in terms of a couple different things. One is like that, just the wisdom of like, like all the time, like whether it's a global crisis, which we're in right now, or just in our own personal cycle, like going back to basics, going back to the thing that worked for you at the beginning, I think can be really really nourishing there's like a simplicity there's a familiarity Mm. there's like a this work there's a comfort it's like some of what I talked about before there's a comfort of just being like oh like I did this before so even if it doesn't feel even if you're not getting that like 150 boost right like Mm -hmm. that just like a little bit of a lift and I think what's been really interesting for me is that you know, I often have this embra- have this image of like embracing myself and like rocking myself right now of just being like, I, I often have comforted myself by thinking about how I had an epiphany in my 20s where I realized that I had had a limiting belief that when you got older, you got sadder. Mm. Like I was just like, oh, that's what happens. Like you just get like older and sadder. And then I was like, mm. Well, I don't actually like I don't consciously believe that like that was some like it was like occurred to me that I was like, oh, I like have this thought in me and I was decided I was like, no, that's not what it is. Every year of my life, I will become like happier and healthier. And so I was and recognizing that like it's a cycle, right? It's a spiral Mm. that does that. And if you like turn the spiral on an angle and on a chart, it's like a sine curve, like there's an up and a down, right? That happens. But that up and down is on an on like an increasing angle, right? Yeah. So it's like the up and down. No. So then the bottom of my, like the bottom of my up and down, like three years later, is actually above the top of my mm. past self. Like my worst day is better than my best day in terms yeah. of my like emotional resiliency or the presence. And I feel like I, this has been for a lot of people <laughs> – Oh, yeah. That bottom has gone way down and touched back in to it's, it's like it's like the sine curve going up and down and this has been like boosh and so it's like actually descending past like some of those low points some of those bottoming mm. outs done before tapping back into some of those awake those original awakening feelings I think is a oh, lot yeah. of what is happening right now those OG like initial wake up um, and so having a moment of just being like recognizing both are happening for me, right? One is that I do have the skills so that even if I'm like stubborn and I'm laying in bed, like, okay, but like, did I literally start journaling and show show up? And did I show up to this appointment? Did I do these other things? Like, yeah. And did I do all of those things in like two hours or less? Like, yeah. Is that different than I was like 10 years ago? Mm. Would it take me, you know, would I have like canceled a thing and done a whole thing and taken three days, you know, just being like, okay. So there is like a there's a practice, there's a there's a skillfulness, yeah. right, of being able to bounce back. And there's also this compassion of just recognizing like if I'm that, if I'm kind of tapped down that low, looking back and recognizing that the things that didn't work for me, that aren't work, that like my usual resets aren't working, actually going back to my past self and saying like mm. when you were, when it really was this rough, like what did you do? Like what did you have to do to get through your original awakening? I think yeah. that's a really that's a really powerful insight. That's a really helpful yeah. like a uh, perspective shift of kind of where I was today, which is just like I haven't felt this bad in so long. I hate it. I never wanted to feel this way again. You know, <laughs> like I, you know, yeah. and you know, just and it's like, it, and it's also you know, I think it's also self care, like allowing yourself to just rest for like mm. a few hours or something. Like I. I tend not to because <laughs> I have so much to do. Uh, but yesterday I woke up with this massive headache and I was like, okay, like right. y- you buddy are telling me that the reason why I'm feeling this way is because I need to rest because I've been going on up and down all day trying to figure out how to do this and uh, what's my next big dream and uh, my clients here and there and uh, 
and and in yesterday I pretty much slept all day. Yeah. I canceled an appointment uh, that I had a call for a pro um a course that I'm creating with another coach and I was like I it I need mm. to rest. Mm-hmm. And uh, and in yeah. that I was like and this is when my mind stops overthinking. Mm. So I needed this day because. The only thing that I could do was either sleep or just stay in silence. And my body does that. I think everybody's body does that. And I know I'm very much aware because I talk to my clients about how your body talks to you all the time, how your pain tells you things. So I'm very much aware when I feel pain somewhere and, you know, headache, it's always, you know, your mind. And I know I've been overthinking. I'm like, okay, okay, got you. I'm just not going to think today and stay and just be. And, you know, I think uh, we need to allow ourselves to also feel how we feel and just be for a day without having to figure out and analyze why we feel like that. How do we get out of this? And uh, la, 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 la. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's wisdom. Yeah. That space, that real space to just be, to just let it be. Yeah. What do you, what do you, I just kind of want to ask, like, what are you seeing, right? Like from here, what are you, like, you like took this day of rest yesterday and now you're, you know, it's like this, this gentle, not to, it's like, I don't want to go poking and prodding and being like, give me your biggest dreams. Like, that's not what I mean at all. But I'm just curious, like, what's like, even in this moment, like, as we sit here, like, um, can you just like, look through that? Like, what do you see? What do you, what do you have to see? You mean see? from my personal situation or you mean generally? I think either. Like whatever's kind of like, yeah. Like I, I feel each and every one of us and globally, the whole world is going through a massive shift. I can talk to you about me personally. I know I've been feeling in between for about a month. And a friend of mine came home before. So I went to Australia mid-March. Um, and I was already feeling like I started off the beginning of the year with like, bam, bam, okay. And then uh, into almost the third month, I was like, okay, there is some old me and some old beliefs that needs to let, let, I need to let go of. Uh, but I, I feel in that in-between land where I am no longer the old me, but I'm still not the new me, and I'm not sure what I am. And my friend actually came over, and she practiced something that I can't remember what, what it's called. And she said to me, the way I see you right now, it's like uh, she had burned her hand with candles. So she had for a while in December, like burnt a skin on her hand. And she's like, do you remember my skin that was kind of, coming off but there was a moment in which I couldn't take it off because the the new skin was too sensible so the old skin although that was protecting and I couldn't and she Mm. said to me this is the way I I I had this image of you like yes you're going through this um, transformation but it's yet not the time for you to rip off the old skin because you needed to protect you and I do feel the shift happening and I feel this situation we're in globally is exactly what's happening to all of us. We've been forced to be face-to-face with our fears, with our limiting beliefs, with the people that makes, makes us happy for who lives with other people and with the people that makes us mad. Uh, we had been maybe people, you know, money issues because some people have lost their job. So all the safety fears have come up. And I feel it's like a way from the universe to say, okay, deal with all the basic fears because what's coming next, it's like I'm preparing you to deal with all the fears that are rooted in you and are not actually yours. Um, so then you can, like, once we get out of here next year, whoever has been able to awaken himself or herself, then we will really make a step forward as a collective. I do feel there is a shift in the collective. There are so many people now, you know, stepping up and wanting to do 
more things for the environment, for the community, even how the social media, they were so um, talked about how everybody was so disconnected because of the social media. Now they have become the thing that made us connected. So the nature, like you're seeing like dolphins uh, where there weren't anymore, like animals are, you know, starting to take back their places. And uh, I think everybody is realizing what we have done to the planet and what we have done to ourselves as a person and as a community. And I think we're never going to be the same. Like there is a shift in consciousness and who is up for it is going to go in for a big ride from next year. This is how I feel. And even, you know, all the big companies and uh, the entrepreneur getting together to try to find a solution to a global problem is no longer, I am American, I am Italian, so we found this. No, no, it's like we work together to find. So I think this is one thing that will happen again. So now they have realized that we can actually work together to to help resolve another big problem that we created. And uh, so now it's no longer going to be like, oh, yeah, let's free the sea from plastic. No, let's do it globally. Mm. Let's let's help the environment globally. And I am pretty sure that, yeah, some people are not going to like how this is going to go because I feel this year is going to be like very, like, be careful. <laughs> let's all be careful and let's all take care of ourselves so then we don't spread things around. But when we come out of this, I feel people will want to take care of the planet and will want to help each other. I, I feel there is this kind of shift in, in globally. And, and, and of course, it starts from each and everybody of us. So everybody is living it in their own way. I, I know I have big changes personally as all limiting beliefs and things like that. I have things happening in my business that I, I've been wanting to have. And some others that I haven't, hmm. but they they arrive. So you know, uh, the more you expand, the more your fears expand. So you have to deal with that. But each and every one of us has a different situation. So whatever is happening, you deal with your personal situation. How you deal with that will propel you to be either very much into the openness and awareness next year, or you will stay where you are and you're probably gonna miss the train. <sighs> I have to say, there's like a real, I really feel this like, um, hmm. there's a lot of beauty in what you just described. And just having my own like recalibration, it's not actually all that different. Like your, your timeline of like next year, it's like next year is going to be really different, you know, and I'm having my own response of being like, next year like next year next year i'm having a lot i'm having a lot part of the thing that's really my like limiting belief or like my edge that i'm coming up against is a lot of this um impa- i'm really seeing my impatience mm-hmm. which isn't new that's not a new theme i can see how i've made a lot of choices in my life leading up to this point in my life from that impatience right like my gift is my like creative spontaneity mm-hmm. and the like impulsive impatient you know it's like how many times did my like dad or parents try to lovingly be like okay but like you know you do have a little bit of a you know do you want to maybe sit with this a minute you know and me being like I sat with this for three days do you have any idea how long that is (laughs) like oh my god like my it's like that's all that's been happening for 72 hours straight you know like you know and they're like maybe focus on something else for a day maybe and like come back to it and I'm like no I have to do something now you know and so I'm like really seeing that that way of being that is um <sighs> create suffering I think like th- mm-hmm. that really that creates pain in my being and the way that there's also this other half of it which is like the impatience that creates a story and expectation that then fights accepting reality Right. Yeah. And that's the part that hurts. And then there's this other part where it's like the 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 limiting belief that got partnered to that, which was that like I'm spontaneous and I'm impulsive, which means I have to control myself, sit with that. So then I'm mm. having all of this surging energy and having all these limiting beliefs that are like, you just can't follow that surge. You've got to like sit with that. You've got to like make it good. And so it's like I feel like I'm sitting with these like these two 
the 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 intersection of the dysfunction of the conditioning where it's like I need to like like the like the wires are crossed right so I'm like sitting in this place of like okay how do I create a life in which I'm patient and allow my creative expressions to come through when they come through and 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 that is so clearly I feel so clearly that that is a deep 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 like spiritual consciousness paradigm shift in my being Mm. right it's about Mm. being like those are not hard to do when I am deeply connected to myself and when I trust myself because I accept reality and I follow the impulses with gratitude which is the opposite of like I want it different now and stop don't do that you can't you're not allowed to do that you know yeah well we all get impatient like we have expectations we have goals we have things we want things we want to achieve so impatience I think it's uh, it's normal but it it's realizing that you disconnected yourself like you know for me it's it's not supposed to happen like my my voice says you're not supposed to disconnect from your intuition because you're the intuition queen but I do because I I tend to work a lot and, 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 and when you are in flow you don't realize what's happening when you stop the flow because uh, maybe you're tired or maybe something happened, you just feel how you feel, uh, which is normal because we, we, we are in phases and uh, we can never be always the same. Um, but as much as we know all of this, we forget. <laughs> and then we need to remind ourselves that someone else has to do it. And, you know, and then it's the reconnection. I kept having this message, like even, you know, doing cards for me or a friend doing it for me. Or I was like, okay, I got it. All right, let's meditate a little bit more. Today, I'm just going to do a very long meditation or I'm just not going to do anything. I I have a room upstairs that I still have to dismantle the bed because I decided to rent that one instead of having a flatmate so then I can make it my studio uh and i'm and i was supposed to look for someone else because uh it's a three-bedroom flat but due to the situation i couldn't so i was like okay i'm enjoying being alone and then someone contacted me and actually because my landlady is obviously being like uh well i was like yeah so I found this really nice girl and then I started to go into, oh my God, no, my peace and my happiness <laughs> of being alone. I'm like, wait, yeah, it's not the right time for me to actually get the whole. So I was like, okay, so what can I do to make me feel better? Dismantle the bed upstairs and start preparing your office because mm. this person is going to arrive in May and you have to be prepared because you can no longer work from the living room. And, you know, Get in, stop, in, stop thinking about anything else and start doing something, which is what I say to my clients all the time. Do something with your hands, you know, mm. cook, garden. Do you just use your hands, write, uh, buy a color, coloring book. Do something with your hands and stop thinking about whatever it is that is bothering you or whatever question you have. And I wasn't doing that. And then I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to clean and make it nice and uh, prepare for my creative space to be ready I can't buy furniture yet but it doesn't matter I have a space that it's mine and that process really helped me but you know you have to go through your own uh, moments to understand what is going on and the impatience of being like oh I wish I could be by myself all the time then I was like yeah, but not yet. So there is no point in you going on and on and on and try to be impatient, trying to create something. That, no, it's not the way it works. Uh, but we we are all impatient, I think. And uh, it just reconnect, recognizing that, stopping for a moment. Yeah, and reconnecting. I think sp- spring like in the northern hemisphere it's actually it's, mm. it's a similar energy in the fall it's just the inverse right but there's like a lot of mm. elements of it that's like the there's this uh there's like a a momentum like it's a momentum yeah. shift and yeah. i know in the northern hemisphere like the, that spring energy can really activate a kind of sometimes i refer to it as a holy impatience and a holy patience and the holy impatience mm. is this like it's just like that determination that's just like no it's like that clarity that's just like no and yes 
and like that's what's happening and I want it now and it's a, it's it's that vibrational commitment to this like other place that's just mm. like this like no I'm not I'm actually not I'm not accepting I'm not participating I'm not like like no like no and that is a kind of acceptance right there's a kind mm. of embrace and becoming the landscape that alchemizes right but that's yeah. matched with a holy patience which lets go of a timeline yeah or a particular um Outcome. outcome or structure yeah. to that yeah. that holy impatient that holy knowing of that shift mm-hmm. matched with this patience of like how it unfolds yeah yeah you're right the other thing i heard while you were talking i was thinking about this that really resonated with my practice this morning was this the idea that i go kind of back to over and over that it's like i say to my clients all the time and saying to myself this morning i'm just being like you have to ask like Sometimes you have to stop asking long enough to hear an answer. Mm. You know, yeah. it's like that, like asking, 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 and there's no space. There's no space. There's like no space to to hear the answer. Yeah. And so, really, again, for me, like being willing to drop into my like menstruating, shedding, bleeding, non-lineal space, right? To like be willing to just drop in and be in that like holy receiving and that tender tenderizing um space yeah yeah absolutely Hmm. Hmm. what's something else that you're that's on theme right now that you're like that like that was so good that you know that doing something with your hands piece of I just know that's often like when I'm working with my clients or students or I'll just talking to my friends or things like that it'll be like there's like a there's a theme you know that like everybody's kind of presenting or showing up right now and I guess there's like a big one collectively and maybe we've already talked about them but I'm wondering if there's another one yeah I think it's doing more things like I see a lot of people even just friends like uh, cooking away whatever (laughs) like sending me pictures of everything like oh my god I've seen this I'm like I think you know for who is able to use this moment to use the time extra time that we have uh because you know even just even if like i'm thinking about um, families and people that have kids and maybe the time there is a little bit more limited because you have to homeschool them and then you have to do your job and then you have to clean the house and then you have to do whatever else yeah because you can't have a cleaner anymore you can't have a nanny anymore and so but for all the other people that are having more time in their hands is really about trying to find something to do. And I am Mm. seeing a lot of people cooking more and just really doing that kind of things that you always say you were going to do and uh, not doing it, like cleaning, removing stuff that you no longer, I did that. Like uh, I had, because my previous flatmates uh, left in March. So I came back and I was like, okay, now, Let's remove a lot of things that no longer need. I didn't no longer need, and you know, and that kind of things. Oh, maybe I'll fix this. Uh, maybe I'll do this. I think people are concentrating on uh, on uh, on doing those physical activities in their homes, yeah. and also the ones that are willing to maybe just sit and read a book or take a course. There are so many free resources now online everybody's online doing videos and uh, and I think like if you don't have anything else to do I will just jump on it I can't because I have things to do but I am like picking uh, things like webinars or things are um, of things I'm interested in because I'm like when is this gonna happen again that so many people are doing free stuff uh, half price or simply, you know, if you have been wanting to take a course for a long time, now it's the time uh, to really use this time in, in the best way. It doesn't mean like you have to do a lot of things every day. No, there, you can have a day where you just decide to stay on the sofa doing nothing. But I think that this is an opportunity to get closer to to people, to, to, to learn more about the people you live with to manage yourself differently mm. and to do that thing that you say you will do when you have time, you know, now you can cook whatever you want or you can clean your garden or 
uh, your home or you know, start writing <laughs> Christmas cards, <laughs> you know, uh, all those kind of things. And uh, whenever, or, you know, make a list of things that you wish you would like to do whenever this is done. I think we we need to, to use this time in a way that makes sense for us as well and not be like, oh, this is terrible. I hate this moment and uh, I can't wait to get out because... The reality is we don't know when this is really going to end to a point where you will feel safe to get out and uh, shake someone's hands and hug someone and be like, hey, so nice to see you, you know, like uh, we don't know what's going to happen. So right now, this is what we are. And it's been an adjusting time for a lot of people. Yeah. So it's uh, I think, yeah, use your hands, play games, have fun, however possible for you. Which I know it's difficult because uh, when you get together too much for with some people, you might not want to see them for so much. But it, you know, uh, you have to to learn. I think it's a uh, it's a way for us to learn more about ourselves and the people that we live with. And uh, and really, it's facing. You know, how many times we say, "I oh, if I had the time, I would do this," and now you do. Right. So it's really seeing how committed you are to the things that you say you you wanted to do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The th- one of the things that you said just made me think of was um, that notion of like this navigation of intimacy and personal space. It's like everyone's mm. doing a study <laughs> in what is connection and what is um, what is personal space and. I think a lot of a, a lot of like westernized um I don't I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know kind of where how far the indifference this is a lot so I don't know. There's a bunch of cultures where this probably wouldn't apply, but there's a there's a bunch of of spaces where I think this does apply, which is that in in the reason like the modernized westernized world this way in which it's like the way that you get your personal space is by like the like I know my housemate goes out on Thursday nights. So then that's my, like, we like, we like kind of steal our time from ourselves or mm. like, you know, it's like you make these arrangements or plans and then it's like, and then you have it. And so it's like being proactive about saying, this is what I want and this is what I need. Like, I need more connection. I need more space is, is pretty like high level intimacy, a lot of relationship stuff right it's just like it's like this is how we do it and one of the things is like we also need to do that with ourselves right like navigating that with my own self of like okay you're gonna work but you're gonna stop working at seven tonight Mm. actually so Mm. feel like you're gonna stop right like we need to like you need to like move your body you need to get connected you need to call a friend you need to like watch something funny you know and how that's the same thing that's like my ability to do that like with myself and then my ability to do that with another person friends or family or in partnerships or businessships right like those like spaces of being like I need more connection I need more communication and then being like I need less stimulus I need less engagement I need more play right I need more structure I need more play like we're getting clear about those things um and that when we're learning new things, very rarely is it graceful. Mm. And so it can be a really humbling and sometimes humiliating process because we have an idealization of what that looks like. I know that I've done that, like definitely in my, I have can often kind of really have very high standards of relating. And then when I don't step up to them or when someone else doesn't step up to them, um, Sometimes I can be really, probably depends on how much oxytocin I have in my brain. I can be really like, like, we're learning. It's so good. Isn't it so good? And then there are other times where I'm like, I have really high standards and you are not showing up. Or I'm like, I'm a fuck up. I'm a fuck up. I'm a fuck up. I'm a fuck up. You know, it's just being like, um, okay, but like literally learning something new. So like you didn't know how to do it yesterday. So those expectations of expecting to be able to be a master at it today when we're learning something new. So for those of you that are navigating and practicing, asking for what you want from yourself or from other people or kind of getting honest about being like, wow, I used this reason for a long time that doesn't hold up anymore. Um, That reckoning, that like reckoning of self is, um, I feel like that's what I've, that's just like, 
I, yeah. I don't know, make faces about that. It's like definitely what I've been in and through is this like a lot of self-reckoning. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm literally sleeping in the bed I made. Like this is, <laughs> this is a global crisis that has exposed the reality of my life that was already happening. <laughs> like this yeah, is like, absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think, you know, we can only take it in the easiest way possible because otherwise uh, it's going to be very complicated. And, uh, you know, uh, you can, you have to go through your feelings and the feelings of the people that you have around at the same time beyond also like, you know, I need to just be alone for a little while so mm. for the next two hours don't come to my room because I need silence I need space or I need to listen to my music or whatever I just don't I need to be out you know yeah. um and that's like where there is honesty self-respect and boundaries where they they need to come up because otherwise you're just going to be onto each other and then it becomes complicated because you just you know you're already feeling trapped in a way because you can't do what you want you cannot buy food as you used to and you cannot go out so much uh so you kind of also have to be gentle and a bit more honest with yourself in uh, mm. what you need and what you don't and, uh, and learn not to take things personally if someone says you know i need my space don't talk to me for the next two hours yeah it, it, it just is uh, nothing to do with you or it just you know we all need our personal boundaries and space especially in a situation like we are now yeah it's just really resonating with me I'm just having such this like do I am I how how am I doing that with myself right now honesty self-respect and boundaries I those feel like really just like with no one else in the room right like how honest and respectful, right? I think that's like one of those places. I think for me, that's one of those things that depression, situational, or, you know, for people who really, it's an old time friend, right? Like self-respect can be hard to maintain, you know? And sometimes the honesty isn't honest. It's, we think it's, we think we're being honest, but we're just being harsh Mm -hmm. and cruel. And that's not honest, actually. The honest thing is like, you're, we're in a larger context, actually. That's what's honest. And like, and then this, this piece is honest and this this segment is honest, like to kind of keep that and then to be self-respectful of, of what's happening and the circumstance, honest about the circumstance that you're in and then boundaries, right? Or limitations, knowing like, what can I do, what I'm available for, what I'm not, and then being able, again, that loops back into, right? And then it goes back into, loops back into self-respect. Now that I'm clear about that, how do I show up to myself in a way that respects that? If I'm the one, if I'm really talking about relating to myself, right? It's like, honestly, self-respect and boundaries or limitations for the person across from me, that's a, the communication is an exchange, right? Like between yeah. across those things. And so when I'm having that process with myself, um, how, how well of a partner am I being to my own self? How much am I respecting yeah. that honesty? How much am I showing up with respect? And how much am I respecting the boundaries or limitations that my bot right? That my body, right? In my intuition that says like, I have a headache. It's like, I have to get this done, you know? Or, yeah. it's, you know, like those notions. And I just, I always come back to that because I think if we really want to do those, if we notice that we're not doing them the way that we want to do them with other people, the first place to look is how are we doing it with ourselves? And I know, I know for me, one of the things that happens when I can't listen, when I can't follow someone else's talking, like when I can't follow what they're saying, it's because I can't hear my, I can't hear myself. Mm. So needing to know that I need to like either call a friend who will literally just let me talk for two hours straight because I'm a <laughs> verbal processor, right? Or just being like, I need to listen to myself. Or I do things, this might be useful for people actually, I do videos or audio recordings of myself and then listen back to them Oh, to be able to like really find out what is happening and to have the experience of really being heard you know mm. or just being like is that like like is this yeah. really happening um yeah it's like journaling it you totally. know once you, you know, once you let it out then you actually look at it or you listen to you like do I really think this <laughs> maybe I'm overreacting yeah here. totally yeah. like oh, it's like a little really harsh really it. you think you're really you're, that's like like whoa <laughs> yeah 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 it can yeah. be really helpful audio yeah, audio journaling yeah or yeah. videoing sometimes i do that like and um, that feeling of wanting to be seen 
it can be really useful too to like mm. talk it out and watch a video like just talk about it be like this is what's happening for me and then watch it back and be like I see that this is what's happening for you like I, <laughs> see, like, I do I see those big tears coming down your face you know like I see that you're really mad you are mad <laughs> you are mad um it's really yeah. it's, it's become a sweet thing for me to again a tool if I'm willing if I'm like brave enough to like to hear myself and to love mm. myself to take the time and to and the energy which of course is always the most efficient use of my time and energy is to like show up and hear myself the excuse of like yeah. I don't have time for that has like never paid out in my experience at all it's like yeah three weeks later my life was like a dramatic shit show because I didn't spend 15 minutes saying the thing I needed to say yeah like, I yeah. sometimes you just have to let it out without having to really speak to anybody you just have to understand what is going on yeah yeah and how deep is the anger or frustration or whatever emotion that you're feeling at that moment? Yeah. <sighs> well, I have two closing questions. We could migrate that way. If there's any, unless okay. there's anything else that you want to... Elisa Starkweather says, burning share. Do you have a burning share? Something that's like there that you want to... No? It's good just... Mm -hmm. Not really. <laughs> Not at the moment. Okay. We'll Nothing see. It comes up. Perfect. Um, where and how do you like to connect with people? I'm most active on Instagram, mm -hmm. um, but I'm also on Facebook. You find me as the Intuition Queen and uh, through my podcast, which is on, on the major podcast application, iTunes, Spotify, and on my YouTube channel because I also do video. Um, so yeah, that comes up every Wednesday. And yeah, you, you can see me there and on my website, theintuitionqueen.com beautiful awesome so my like final question is so we're birthing this so we're birthing this new paradigm in reality right that's like mm -hmm. what we're up to right and so my invitation for you is to go through that tunnel of time we already touched in on some of this but to kind of go through that the vortex the cervix that we're passing through and I'm just going to keep going. The vaginal canal, the birth waters. It's just intense. It's an intense time, right? It's an intense labor. On the other side, right? Like recovered, landed, integrated, like take a little bit of a, a walk out. We're there. We've recovered. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? What is that? Where are we going? Mm, wow, that's such a deep question. I I see this as a very positive, uh, big, big shift. And uh, it's going to take, what I see is that it's going to take us a while to adjust. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as they say, you know, it's not about reaching the goal. It's who you become in the process that matter. It's not, you know, wanting to make $10,000 a month or whatever. It's who you become to reach that goal that you set up for yourself. And uh, and so I feel this is, it works for us in the exact same way. The only um, difference here is that we haven't chosen this. And we don't know, we don't have an end date and there is not much we can do to speed up the process. It's not about us. But I do feel that once we come out of here, um, we're going to be so different and the ones of us that have realized things in the moment in the process are going to step up even more to make this place this earth and this planet a better place in terms of actions towards the planet but also in terms of how we communicate and we connect i do believe this is going to be the shift that a lot of people are talking about, like, you, you know, we're entering a new decade, it's going to be the decade that is going to change. I mean, this year is year zero, uh, year one, and hello. <laughs> so I do feel this is how we're going to get to. And I also feel that because there are so many people coming together and raising awareness and raising, raise, um, raising consciousness, the ones that stay behind because maybe they're not ready or they are unable to hear 
will be dragged by those ones when those ones are going to start to step up a level more and a level more. And I think it's going to be a completely different world. And I tell you also, people are already saying this. Like there was an article today in the newspapers where they have um, done a survey here in UK asking, I think they asked about 5,000 people um, if they want to go back as we were or not. And 60% of the people said they don't want to go back as they were because look at what nature is, is doing. Look at how clean the air is. Look at how better our planet is, which is what we were trying to reach before this. So I think the consciousness has already raised awakened. Uh, we just need to go through the process of really being attuned to what we are going to to be next year, whenever we we will be free to just be ourselves again and enjoy what we have. And I think also this is really making us appreciative of freedom of our planet, our environment, the people we are surrounded by. So I think it's we're going to come out of here more aware, more grateful than what we were before. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Sophia. You're so welcome. I just want to let my listeners know that I have... Um, I have found a way to publish the game, the Oracle deck, the manual um, in print again. So I have found new printers and a new process. And so please reach out to me, go to the website. You can order your game, fun and intuition development and, uh, and skills. Talk about those skills. I've had a lot of people say that they pull a card or do a practice almost every day from um, from the I Love My Life card game Oracle Deck and Academy and that it's been really supportive for them. So if you don't have your copy yet, please go and pick it up. SophiaWiseOne.com. Be happy to be with you in your home. It's like, you know, it's like it's almost like we're touching if you have the deck of cards there with me. Um, so I'll just <laughs> let you know that that's up and out there now. And just like I said, bringing us, wrapping us up, it's, Mara, thank you so much for your, your presence, your positivity, you. your kindness, your insight, and just invite in those waves of comfort. Like may we be wrapped in a blanket of love and acceptance and appreciation for the breath, for the moment, for the process, um, knowing that we have had that moment that I don't want to go back moment um, means that... Um, we have change. We have change ahead that we've chosen that. So may we find courage and comfort and peace in, in that, in that courageous choice. All right. Love to all. Peace to all. Yes. All right. Be well, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. And thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sophia. Remember, everything that we talked about in today's episodes will be in the show notes. So go there for links. For more content that you're going to love, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to this podcast. Share this episode with anybody you think you'll enjoy it. And share the love with a rate or review wherever you listen. And to find out about all the mad adventures I'm up to, check me out on Instagram at SophiaWiseOne uh, or come to my website, SophiaWiseOne.com. I am Sophia Wiseone, daughter of the wind. I am calling you to rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up and take your place. Thank you, gorgeous. I am thrilled and grateful for your support listening to this podcast. I want to invite you to come check out the Patreon. If you think this podcast is the bee's news and you're grateful that it exists, I want you to know I'm grateful that you exist. Come join the Patreon. I call it the temple. We are healing. We are musicking. We are podcasting. We are together. Come check it out. You can find it through Patreon. 
backslash Sophia Wise One or through my website, sophiawiseone.com. Y'all know you need to hear that, though. You know. If you don't know, now you know. If you don't know. Okay. Yo, I'm so excited about Vagina Talks right now. Don't pretend like you don't know this is the best podcast you've ever listened to. Don't pretend like you don't know. You know.